This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksford, Paul Aspen with you on a Wednesday. We are live at BetMGM Sportsbook right outside of State Farm Stadium, Glendale, Arizona, as we get set for Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs and Eagles. Great guests coming up, including Ben Brown in about 20 minutes. But right now, let's dive into some of these props and head-to-head matchups. Because there's – and we had um, Seamus Biggie on yesterday for BetMGM giving us, like, he said over 750 different markets are out there to bet on for the Super Bowl, which is enormous. And I think it could be overwhelming, actually. Like, if, you, if you're if you a new better or you just bet a little bit or just bet on games or sides each week or, or totals – or, or your regular props, it's like, where do I even start? So we'll take you through some. We've been doing a lot this week. But I, I think the head-to-heads, Aaron, are really fun because, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just betting, you know, A.J. Brown X number of yards or betting Travis Ke- you could you could bet them against each other. I think that is a fun way to bet it. Um, and then you don't worry about the yards, right? If they both have big games, they both have not-so-great games, you could still win the bet. It's not really contingent so much on their performance. It's their performance against somebody else. So a couple that stood out to me that I was looking at, um, you know, most rushing and receiving touchdowns head to head, Isaiah Pacheco, Dallas Goddard, things like that. Like I, I Goddard's at plus money, right? I mean, I think he could have a big game. We've talked about that. Joe yesterday or two days ago said he, he's going to pick him to be a touchdown scorer. So I, I like that one at plus money for a guy like Dallas Goddard. You know, what's interesting, just big picture. A lot of these head to heads are favoring the chiefs, but they're not the favorites yeah. yet. And it's like, it's interesting. yes. Have you noticed that too? Even yes. with all the quarterback um, head-to-heads, I was like, man, all of these are pointing to the Chiefs, yet the Chiefs are not the favorites yet. Maybe they should be. Um, but, yeah, that, that was one thing that stood out to me. But, yeah, I like uh, – I mean, this is conflicting for you. Pacheco is your guy. I know. I know. But I do like Pacheco. So there's a most rushing yards head-to-head. Pacheco versus Miles Sanders. Sanders minus 155. Pacheco plus 120 at Bet MGM. I love Pacheco in that Really? One. Yeah. Because I bet, I guess I'm in trouble. I bet Miles Sanders over. So what's his number, 57, 58? Mm-hmm. It was, I think, a little lower last week okay. when I bet it. That's actually one thing I wanted to point out. I think I'm going to wait on some of these bets, these props, until maybe Friday, Saturday when the public comes in and maybe look at some unders. Well, because they'll, they'll probably rise, right? Because yeah. we, we know, you know people like to bet the overs here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I do, I mean, I've been on Pacheco props the entire postseason. Paul, what are you thinking on these? I like that Pacheco looked to have more rushing yards than Miles Sanders at plus 120. Uh, Sanders' latest number, by the way, at BetMGM is 60 and a half. So wow. that yeah, is moving up. up. I also looked at Goddard. But if you just put him head-to-head against Kelsey for most rushing or receiving touch, rushing plus receiving touchdowns head-to-head, you're getting plus 210. And if we think Goddard's going to score touchdowns, I mean, Kelsey prop. Is he going to get in the end zone? Probably. He's one of the favorites to, for an anytime touchdown score. But I, I I think there's a case for Goddard against the Chiefs defense that allowed nine touchdowns to tight ends this year, you know, fifth worst in the league. I think there is a case for Goddard to get in the end zone definitely once, maybe twice. And if he, you're getting two to one and Goddard can outscore Kelsey two to one, 
I think I think there's some value there. Yeah, I agree with that. How about this one? Longest individual reception head-to-head. It's minus 115 on both sides. Travis Kelsey, Devontae Smith. With Aaron, with the way that Mahomes' ankle is, I mean, I, I feel like Kelsey's become the safety blanket. They're not he's not spending as much time in the pocket. You know, right? He's getting the ball out of his hands quickly. I like Devontae Smith in this one because you know, you look at Kelsey over the last five or six weeks, it's been 15, 12, 16, 15. Uh, he had a 52 against Seattle on Christmas Eve, but 18 before that. I mean, really, five of the last six weeks, it's been under 20 yards for his longest reception of the game. Yeah. Devontae could do that. I agree. The first quarter go over that. I totally agree. I mean, I know the linebackers for the Eagles are a weakness, but if we're just talking longest, then right. yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that one. And Kelsey's not young anymore. Like, is he going to run away from everybody and, and, and run for 50 yards after the catch? That's not really his game. He might game. have more overall yardage, yes. but yeah, in terms of longest reception, yeah, I'm out on Kelsey for that one. Yeah, sure. I really liked the Devontae Smith one there, Paul. Each side minus 115. I feel like Devontae's good for a 20-yard catch somewhere. Yeah, they're going to take some shots at yeah. him. So I, I like that one as well. While we're on receivers, I think one thing, and we'll have to ask Ben Brown about this, uh, his guy coming up in about 20 minutes, Juju Smith Schuster. Now you can bet specific number of receptions, which the like ninety five percent of the time I would not be interested in this mark. But with this player, one or less receptions for Juju is plus three seventy five. Wow, I think I might have to play that. Mm-hmm. Well, it well, does feel like he's been frozen out, doesn't it? Yeah, and I mean Hardman on IR. Like, is again they're running out of options, but it seems like Tony's going to at least play. He was on the injury report, but he's going to play. Yeah, Juju has just not been a factor. And we've seen it time and time and time again. Nobody likes fading Juju more than my guy, Ben Brown, I know. we're going to talk to today. So his targets over the last, if you go back to Christmas Eve, it's three, two, two, and one. Like we are trending towards, he's, bare, he's not even on the field. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I always wonder how it happens with teams. Like the same thing's happened with the Eagles at Quez Watkins. Right, Quiz Watkins was getting a bunch of targets early in the season. Now it's like he's not even part of this thing. I, I, I think some of his props are interesting because when he gets a catch, it's usually far down the field, but he, he's just been frozen out there. And it's almost like, you know, do you bet on those because it's a low number or do you avoid them because, like, I don't know, are they even going to get on the field in this game? Yeah, that's true. It, it may be like teams have figured out what's working, what's not, and these guys are getting phased out. I mean, that's kind of what Ben Brown was telling us a couple weeks ago. And then I tailed him fading Juju and – I wasn't a sweat at all. No. <laughs> so like someone like, so the head to head Quez Watkins and Kenny Gainwell, like if Quez gets one, he's going to he win. Wins, right. But is he going to get one? That's Quez Watkins minus 120, Kenny Gainwell minus 110. I mean, because Kenny could a two yard dump off and he's good if Quez gets shut out. Right. Yeah. But you, again, if Quez gets one, it's well, 35 yards down the field. It's over. Yeah. Kenneth Gainwell is one of those that I was thinking about waiting on just overall on his props. Cause I feel like he's become just that exciting guy that yep. everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Gainwell, let's bet his props. Okay. So bet the number up really high and maybe I'll come in on the under later in the week. I forget what book it was, but I did see yesterday that one of the books has taken a gigantic bet on Gainwell to be the MVP. Yeah. Or was it Sha- 50 to one? Did Seamus tell us yesterday that's the biggest that liability? So yeah. An MVP. Yep. Yeah, that's a little rich for me. I mean, I like. Um, Let's pump the brakes on Gainwell. a little bit. Kenny Gainwell's market is at an all-time high right now. I actually uh, I saw a, a part of the show yesterday with uh, with Ken and, and Nick, and and Ken was talking about how the MVP is such a narrative-driven award, right? Like the season plays a big role in who these writers vote for the MVP. Like, is Kenneth Gainwell really going to win the Super Bowl MVP, even if he has a big game? I don't see how I, it I find does. it hard to imagine. Like, we got to talk, like, 100 yards, three touchdowns, something like that, right? It kind of reminds me of when Mostert kind of had his coming out yep. party, doesn't it? And then it was like, 
okay, that was cool, but yeah, you're not you're not the MVP. Something else interesting, Jason Lockenfora told us yesterday, because we've always talked about like, are these guys just filling out ballots, the writers in the box before they go down to, you know, at the two minute warning. And he kind of said, Yeah. Like if it's probably a quarterback, unless like if my guy, Hassan Reddick, like does something like he's got to have a big, not a, just a big, a big couple of plays, probably got to do some of it in the first half. Right. Like you got to get on the board in the first half. If you're going to be one of these guys down the board. Well, and it's like the narrative thing with the last year, Cooper cup, right? Cooper cup was the guy we talked about all year and he won the award, but go back to the James White Super Bowl. I know a lot about a lot of our, our listeners and viewers who had James White, that, that prop in that Super Bowl with the Patriots and Falcons. But was he a name before the game? Like, no, we knew who he was. He had a fantasy in it, but like he wasn't a story and he probably was the MVP of that game, but they gave it to Tom Brady. So I I think some of that stuff matters when it comes to these guys. How about the kicking props? They're, they're tight and they are, it's, it's basically even on both sides. It's, it's Butker seven and a half points, Elliot seven and a half. You could bet on the most um, kicking points. Butker's slight favorite at minus 120 versus Elliot minus 110. Most made field goals. I, I I like the Butker one for most made field goals, actually. And he tends to be more conservative. I think he'll take the field goals. And Sirianni is more of an analytics guy. Yep. Um, I, I was actually looking at that. Um, the, the other side of that as well for the Eagles just playing unders there. Because I just don't see them. I think that's a good look. And we saw it against in the AFC title game. Like fourth and five is literally what we talked about on the show the week before. Fourth and five around what the thirty something like that, and Andy kicked it. And I think yep. again, I, whether they push it or not on Friday Saturday, and whether or not they get good reports Friday Saturday, especially early in that same situation, like a fourth and five in the first quarter, I think Andy's kicking it. So I yeah. do like the Bucker. Whereas I think Sirianni, Super Bowl, they're and they're not technically the underdog, but like that, everyone expected Chiefs to be here. I think Sirianni would be more aggressive and go for it in a situation like that make a statement i really. agree i agree um some books i've noticed and I, I don't remember this in the past they're 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 giving you spreads on on receiving yards for example i'm looking at one right now most receiving yards spread aj brown versus travis kelsey so they're giving you brown plus eight and a half or kelsey minus eight and a half 110 Ooh. on both sides I mean, I, it's similar to something I'm looking at right now. Like, I'm wondering if I just fade Kelsey a little bit in some of these head-to-head matchups. Like, is but I, I love AJ Brown getting the eight and a half there. See, I still think Kelsey's going to have a big game with the linebackers kind of being a weakness I do for the Eagles. The longest completion or uh, longest reception, though, no. that's different. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I, would you be surprised if Kelsey finishes this game with 11 catches for 100 yards? No, exactly. I won't. No. How about this one? Most rece- so. Would you, do you, is this enough plus money for you? Most receiving yards match back, because I know we like Goddard. Kelsey minus 355, Goddard plus 265. You got, I think you got a pretty good number on Goddard. I mean, he yeah. could go off. He could have 90 yards in this game. And you know what? Maybe Goddard, forget fading Kelsey, because I, I think he is going to get his, his. But if we like Goddard, there's some individual matchups. I like that number for sure. And then you could play Goddard against Pacheco. For most rushing and receiving touchdowns at plus 135. Yep. And you can play Goddard against, you know, Kelsey we talked about. Uh, so the most receiving yards, plus 325. But you can play him a couple different ways. I, I do like Goddard getting the what, – what was the number on that? Yeah. Plus 265. For more receiving yards? Mm-hmm. Than, I think Kelsey. I see good. a plus 325. Oh, it's even better. Yeah. How about this one? You know what? This is a big number to lay, but I love this one. Most receiving yards, it's McKinnon for running backs. McKinnon minus 14 and a half. Sanders plus 14 and a half. 
Miles Sanders doesn't catch the ball in the backfield. It just, they don't use him that way. The Eagles are 24th in the NFL against running backs in, in the pass game. I think McKinnon could have a good game. Like I, I think McKinnon could have 35, 40, 50 yards receiving. I mean, how many is Miles Sanders going to have? Three, four, five? Like he just he doesn't catch the ball in the backfield. So, I mean, it's weird to want to lay 14 and a half points in, in a uh, 14 and a half uh, yards in a prop like this, but I like that one. I, I think McKinnon's due for a big game. I was going to say they just they've gone away from him in the passing game. Like four targets for 17 yards, two catches against the Bengals. No targets against the Jags week eight, you know, last game of the season against the Raiders. Which is interesting because all of December, he was the whole passing game. Right, up until the last game of the season. So, yeah, that is weird that they've gone away from him. That That's my only hesitation with that. Aaron, I find the Chiefs props, other than Kelsey, really difficult because, like Paul was just saying, like we don't know who Andy's going to use. I know, I know. Especially with the injuries, too. Um, it seems like fading – Juju is a good look. Um, again, I just would be shocked if all of a sudden it's just like if he, he has some big breakout game out of nowhere. Is he the last man standing? That I mean, other than Kelsey, I'm just like if he's the like only guy up. Like, but he's been banged up too, right? Yeah, he's just. I don't know. But I would, yeah, I, would not, I mean, I, I guess you're right. For me, just overall, I'm just like having a hard time finding a lot of value on some of these props. So let me throw this one at you because I, I think we all recognize. Mahomes is better than Hurts, but Hurts is really good too. They're different kinds of quarterbacks. Is there any value on looking at Jalen Hurts plus money versus Mahomes in some of these head-to-heads? Like, I wouldn't do yards, right, because they play different games, and Mahomes is probably going to throw 50 times. I mean, unless Mahomes is, like, pushing it all week right. and aggravates something, and something terrible happens to Mahomes, then you would just get lucky with that one. But how about this, like, higher passer rating? That could be Jalen Hurts, right? If Mahomes throws a pick, if Mahomes – doesn't have as great of a game as we think, and Hurts is just efficient. Like, that game against the Giants, Paul, I think Hurts had, like, a 120 passer rating. He didn't even do that much, but he was efficient and turned the ball over through two touchdowns. And the Eagles definitely have the better secondary. So, right. I mean, Mahomes has a much tougher matchup. I wonder if, if that is That's worth a, a look. Good look. Yeah, and then Hurts plus 190 for more passing touchdowns. Is that worth a look at all? That one worries <laughs> me. Yeah, Because okay. all they run it in, right? right? When they get in the 10-yard line, he runs it in, they run it in. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like Mahomes has to throw it. Um, higher, this I think this is interesting. Higher completion percentage is even, Aaron. It's one minus one ten on both sides. That I would I would have thought Mahomes would be the favorite. And I mean, he'll probably throw it more. So I want I've heard smaller sample size. If he can, what complete? What, what do you think he needs? Seventy five percent of his passes to beat Mahomes. Seventy. Seventy. Yeah, I mean, d- during the year, their percentage was almost identical. Mahomes was 67-1, Hurts 66-5. So, I get it. it, it it's, it's, but you just don't you just think Mahomes when you think yeah, of that? Yeah, automatically. And that's probably w- why you're going to find some value on the other side. You know, this is a great idea if you can find a couple of these that Hurts could get because everyone's just going to look at this and get the public, uh, you know. Mahomes, Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes. I just hear Mahomes. I know he's better, so just fire away on Mahomes. I only bet on this once a year. Especially, so. like, honestly, you it might be worth waiting because they get positive reports Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Maybe wait because I, I would assume, I mean, if look, if something negative comes out about his ankle when they push it, and that changes everything. And that is why I love over Mahomes passing yards. It's up like 10 yards in, in a little over a week. And if there's positive news, yeah, it's going to go up, up, up. Yep. It could be in the mid 300s or something. Yeah, and that's that's a crazy number for an Eagles defense. Only have 171 per game. 
Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen, we're live. Ben MGM Sportsbook, Glendale, Arizona. Up next, Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus.